to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. What's up? I'm so excited to chat with you today. With full disclosure, I have to literally step back every single time I start an episode so I'm not just screaming in your ears because I get so excited at the start of it that I've had to delete and restart so many times because it's just way too loud when I first start the episode. So hi, I'm so happy you're here. I cannot wait to chat today. We are talking all about what to look for in a prenatal vitamin and when to actually start taking it because I work with so many clients who are working on either getting off of birth control to then conceive or they're trying to conceive. They've been trying for a while. And of course, I go through supplements with them and they have showed me some of the prenatals that their doctors recommend. Their doctors recommend that I am so appalled by. I'm just like, you need to immediately stop taking this because this is not a supportive supplement for you. Not only are there not enough of the actual nutrients, necessary for a safe and healthy pregnancy or to help support that, there's also other ingredients in there that are negatively affecting you. So that is why we're talking about this today. So we're going to talk about the time frame, the specific nutrients to look for, the range of each nutrient, like the amount to actually look for of each nutrient in the multi, in not the multivitamin, in the prenatal vitamin. I'm going to also talk to you about what to avoid in the ingredients and then also the brands that I do recommend. And of course, we'll have this linked in the show notes below. But before we get into that, if you are, if you are not already part of the podcast listener fam Facebook group, you got to hop in it because every single month I either do a free training or free, free Q&A. I'm clearly having trouble speaking today. We're just going to keep on moving, but I do something free in there every single month just to support you further on this journey. I love Love this podcast community. Like, I cannot express it enough. I'm obsessed with it. So, I just wanted to have another space outside of the podcast where you and I could connect. I could do more trainings that are lengthier than what I could get across in a podcast episode. I get to hear from you what episodes you want to hear more of, maybe some guests you want to hear. You're the first to know when programs come out, when we're going to have our merch line come out, when we do events in the future, like all the things. So, if you want to hop in that Facebook group, obviously it's totally free. The link will be below in the show notes for how you can get in on that. And that's it. I'm excited to see you there. So, okay. That being said, let's dive into what we're talking about today. So first, let's just start with when to actually start taking a prenatal vitamin because you might be listening to this and you might be in the process of trying to conceive or you might be thinking about it or you're like, I don't know, it's like three months, six months away. Like, I'm not really sure. You just don't have an exact timeline, which is kind of like where I'm at right now. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know my fiance, Chris, and I, we are getting married, oh my God, this month, which is crazy at the time of this recording. 
recording. We're 25 days out, which is like so insane to think about. But we are going to start trying for a baby at some point after we get married. No like hard start time. Um, obviously, you know, it's it's hard for me to not know when and there's like kind of be like loosey-goosey about it. It's like, oh, whenever it happens, it happens. Like, obviously, I know exactly when I'm ovulating, so I'm going to know. But um, we don't have a specific timeline. However, I have been taking prenatal vitamins and obviously supporting myself nutritionally and all of that for forever, but I've been taking prenatals for about three months now. And what's really important to know that if you are in the process of planning for pregnancy, right? Sometimes you get pregnant, you get pregnant and it is what it is and you didn't plan for it and whatever, amazing, like moving on. But if you are someone who is actively planning for it, it's really important to know that ideally I would love for you to start taking a prenatal and start supporting your lifestyle and nutrition and all of that ideally like six to 12 months before conception. Like, because if you think about it, it is a really intensive process. Like you are growing a human being and you are doing that for like nine to 10 months. Then you're pushing the human out of your body and then you're possibly feeding the human with your own body. If you're going to be breastfeeding, even if you're not breastfeeding, you're now taking care of this person. Like it is so mentally, physically, emotionally draining on your body. And I have have not I've never been pregnant so I don't have this personal experience but if you're just thinking about it it's a very intensive process so the longer that we could prepare our body the better our chances are going to be for not only naturally conceiving but having a safe and healthy pregnancy and feeling good throughout the process and you know the best that we can feel obviously everybody's experience is going to be different so ideally six to 12 months before, but I would say at least three months before conceiving if you are in the preparation process, okay? And if you're like, oh my God, Corinne, I haven't been prepping and I'm starting this month, like just start now, right? This isn't to guilt you or make you feel shameful or anything like that. I just want to give you with give you the best information I can for what's going to best support you. So at least three months before conceiving, start taking a prenatal and start making shifts in nutrition and lifestyle, all the things we talk about on this podcast. And ideally six to 12 12 months before. Okay. So that is the time frame. Now let's talk about the really crucial nutrients to look for in your prenatal. Now with my clients, I don't only recommend a prenatal. Yes, of course, a prenatal is one of the supplements I do recommend, but I also recommend additional supplements based off of the amounts that are in the prenatal and just other things that you can't get in therapeutic range in a prenatal that we need to supplement with. But today we are just talking about the prenatal, okay? But just know that this isn't the only thing I do recommend taking. Okay, so let's start off with folate. This is something that most of us have heard about that is really, really crucial for pregnancy and for having in a prenatal. Folate is something that helps prevent neural tube defects and also really helps protect the rapidly dividing cells of the baby. Now, what's really important to note here is that it's folate, not folic acid, because folic acid is not the highest quality of this nutrient, and it's also not very absorbable, especially for people who have a methylation issue. So what we want to look for is folate and the recommended amount for this, not the RDA, okay? Like the RDA, the recommended daily allowance, like I do not go by that bullshit. That is like people who do not know therapeutic ranges. So if you hear of an RDA recommended daily amount, the amounts that I'm telling you are for sure higher than that. Because again, like we talk about on here with like blood work, normal ranges are not optimal ranges. So the ranges that we are told to have in our nutrients for, you know, recommended daily allowance is not the amount that I recommend. I recommend more than that. So 
For folate, I recommend 800 micrograms. And I'm also going to put a link below of a resource where you could dive a little bit deeper into this. I have gotten this information from a bunch of different places just throughout my years of doing this, but I will put a link below if you want to um, look at one resource if you're interested in reading more about it. So anyway, folate, 800 micrograms is what we want to look for. Next up are B vitamins. So I'm going to talk about two specific B vitamins, but I really recommend a B complex and just a range of B vitamins because all of them are really important. But let's for now, let's just talk about B12, which low levels of B12 have been linked to miscarriage and infertility. So we definitely want to be sure that we are having B12. Now, a lot of people will say that you have to eat red meat to get B12. But the truth is a lot of people who do eat meat and who are not plant-based also have low levels of B12. So even if you aren't plant-based, B12 is still super important. And of course, if you are plant-based, B12 is definitely important for you to supplement with. So um, B12, again, in the prenatal, looking for about 10 to 20 micrograms minimum is really a supportive. Sometimes I recommend my clients, depending on their situation, to take an additional B complex on top of the prenatal. But again, it depends on which prenatal, it depends on the person, but just to you know throw that out there. Okay, so that's B12. Um, B6 is the other B vitamin I want to highlight because B6, whether you're trying to get pregnant or not, B6 is really supportive because it helps support your luteal phase. And remember, the luteal phase are the 10 to 14 days before you get your period. And the reason why this is supportive to it is because B6 helps support progesterone levels and it helps prime your body for implantation. So obviously, this is really important if you're trying to get pregnant. So B6 is so freaking crucial for you to have in your prenatal, and again, possibly in an additional B-complex, depending on your situation. Okay, next up is vitamin D3. And for vitamin D3, I talk about this a lot. I talk about how I use the gut personal vitamin D3, but I do also recommend having it in your prenatal. I mean, I don't think there is a prenatal on the market that doesn't have vitamin D3. The thing is, it's not really enough of it. So you, of course, want to make sure you have vitamin D3 in your prenatal, but you're going to for sure have to supplement on top of this because there's probably under a thousand IUs in most prenatals. So what I I recommend is a bare minimum of a thousand IUs, really more like 5,000 IUs of vitamin D3 for pregnancy. So you will probably have to supplement with it, which is also why I love gut personals droppers of vitamin D because depending on the amount of D3 that's in your prenatal, because everyone's is different, you can supplement accordingly based off of the drops because you could really customize it. So bare minimum of a 1,000. I really would recommend 5,000 IUs. You could, of course, get your blood work done to see where your levels are at, but vitamin D3 is essential. It is so important for your immune system, for your fertility, for your blood sugar, for literally everything in your body. It's, It's linked to hundreds and thousands of functions in our body, so it's super, super, super important. Okay, vitamin C is also really important for progesterone because vitamin C actually helps make and support progesterone levels. So whenever I'm working with a client who is trying to naturally conceive, maybe they have been struggling, maybe they're just getting started and they wanna be proactive, vitamin C is something that I recommend. Even for you, if you just have an irregular period or you notice spotty before your period or um, you are noticing that your period is just kind of all over the map or missing, it's really important vitamin C because again, it helps make and 
support progesterone levels. And progesterone is the hormone that is needed to hold on to and nourish a pregnancy, as well as, of course, helping your bones, your metabolism, your skin, your hair, your thyroid, all those things that we always talk about. Now, for vitamin C, um, you are not probably going to find a um, multivitamin, sorry, I keep saying multivitamin, a prenatal that has over a 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C, but I do recommend about a 1,000 to 3,000 milligrams of vitamin C a day. Um, and you'll know if you are having too much vitamin C because your poop will start getting loose. It'll, it'll give you a little bit of diarrhea. So that's when you're like, oh, okay, I'm taking a little bit of too much vitamin C. If obviously that's the only thing that you that's changed and that's something that you notice. But Vitamin C is super, super crucial. Um, and that's 3,000 milligrams um, a day is what I usually recommend. 1,000 to 3,000, again, depending on the person. Now, vitamin E. So vitamin E is something that really helps actually protect your eggs from free radical damage, which is really freaking important. And for this, I recommend about 40 to 400 IUs. I know that's a huge range, but it's just what the, you know, optimal ranges are is that kind of big range. And you'll notice with high quality prenatals, you will find something kind of in the middle of that. So that is what I would look for in your prenatal for those measurements. Zinc is also literally your ovaries cannot function without zinc. Zinc is so important for your ovaries to function. And it also helps make an enzyme that keeps your eggs healthy. So we definitely want to make sure we have zinc, but now not all zinc is created equal. So I recommend either getting zinc shellate, like bisglycinate shellate or zinc pilconate. Those are the two that I recommend. Um, what are the other ones that are escaping my mind right now? Zinc malate or zinc um, citrate. Those are not the most absorbable forms. So zinc pilconate or zinc um, bisglycinate shellate are the ones that I do recommend. About 15 to 25 milligrams is the place that you really want to look for to be in. Next up is magnesium. I mean, if you've listened to this podcast for two seconds, if you follow me on Instagram, you already know I'm obsessed with magnesium. I did an entire episode on magnesium that we can link below, but this is essential for fertility and for the health of the baby. Because again, we want to not only support our body, but of course, this is helping baby, baby as well. So I recommend at least 300 milligrams. Um, this again, the magnesium should be in your prenatal, but I'm sure you're going to have to take extra um, with the Miracle Worker magnesium. Obviously, that's one that I recommend. It's so absorbable, life-changing, like not getting into it because we talk about that enough on this podcast. And if you're new here, you will find out that we talk about it a lot. Okay. Okay. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six more. Stick with me. I know this could get a little like blah, but if you are trying to conceive, it's really freaking important that we talk about this. So, because again, a lot of us don't know this, like we don't know what's actually necessary for us and for baby. And we trust our doctors and they give us vitamins that are horrible. Like I, I can't even tell you the terrible ingredients that I've seen in some of my clients' uh, prenatals that they thought they were doing something good for themselves. Like you're like, oh, but you know, I want to put my money towards this. I want to do what I can to help support me, to help support baby. And it's like, what the hell are we getting given at the doctor's offices? It's literally mind-blowing to me, like with the dyes that are in it, whatever. We'll get to that. Moving on, Corinne. Stay focused. Okay, next up is selenium. So selenium, deficiency in selenium has been linked with miscarriage, and it's also needed for your thyroid to function properly. So that could be the reason why it's linked to miscarriage, because if we don't have proper selenium amounts, our thyroid is going to function properly, and our thyroid is tightly connected to everything and for sure affects your chances of pregnancy 
as well as your hormone levels, all that stuff. So you want to look for about 200 micrograms of selenium. But what's really, really important is that your uh, prenatal, and if you're talking about a multivitamin too, but we're right now talking about multivitamin, it's really important. I mean, we're talking about prenatal. Holy shit, I keep mixing them up. It's really important to know that your prenatal also has iodine. It has selenium and iodine. They need to work together with a proper ratio of each one in order for them to work together in a, in a supportive way. You don't want to have one without the other. So it's really important to make sure that they are both in there together. And for iodine, that's necessary for making your thyroid hormone. So we really, really need iodine, whether you're trying to get pregnant or not. Honestly, all of these are really important whether you're trying to get pregnant or not, except really for the folate. But in general, it is really supportive for you. So anyway, iodine, we want to look for 150 to about 290 micrograms in your prenatal. Next up is iron. So now this is something that I normally don't have in my clients multivitamin if they're not trying to conceive. But if you are trying to conceive, iron, of course, is important for your baby's development and the ability to actually build blood cells that's giving you and baby oxygen. So iron, we're going to go for about 27 milligrams in your prenatal. Now, what's really important, and this is also why I stress vitamin C, is because we need vitamin C to properly absorb iron. So that's why you want to have both and might need to supplement extra with vitamin C to make sure you're able to absorb the iron. And of course, like this goes without saying, because you know me, you know this podcast, this is just a prenatal, right? Like there's so much that we need to be doing or that I recommend doing nutritionally to give ourselves as much nutrients as possible through our food. But it's very important to also have this supplements because again, it's a very energy intensive process that needs a ton of nutrients to carry out, to get pregnant and to actually be pregnant, right? This is to prepare for pregnancy and all throughout pregnancy and beyond, okay? So for iron, we also want to have iron-rich foods, but again, that's another topic. I could do another podcast episode on that if you want, but the other thing with iron and why vitamin C is helpful and magnesium all together is because iron can cause you to sometimes get backed up and get constipated if your gut is jacked up and if you aren't having enough fiber, if you don't maybe have the magnesium and vitamin C with it. That's why it's really important that all of these, all of these things are working together. Okay, we have three more. Next up is choline, and choline is really important for spinal cord formation. Isn't it so cool how different nutrients like are doing different things to literally grow a human? Like it is mind-blowing to me that humans are grown inside our bodies. Like it's it's just totally insane. So anyway, choline is important for spinal cord formation. Um, and we want to look for about 40 to 100 milligrams of choline. Again, some multivitamins, uh, oh my God, what the freak? Some prenatals, oh my God, will have this amount in it. Some won't. So if they don't, you could just supplement with it in addition to the prenatal. Okay, second to last is vitamin A. Vitamin A as beta carotene. It's really, really important that it's not retinol, it's that retinol palmitate. We want to make sure that it is beta carotene, and that is really supportive for your immune system, for skin, and eye development. And the last one is calcium. And of course, we know calcium is really important for the formation of healthy bones. No, you do not need dairy for calcium. It actually negatively affects your bones, dairy. If you want me to do a separate podcast episode on that, DM me, and I will do a separate podcast episode on that because there's no way I could rant on that right now. We'll be here for three hours, okay? So let me know if you want a podcast on that. But calcium, we want about 300 to 600 milligrams in your prenatal. 
Now, let's chat about what to avoid. Because again, if you maybe maybe you have a prenatal already and you're like, okay, the amounts are pretty good, but like you're not really sure, maybe you're getting one from like CVS or Walgreens or your doctor, here are the things that I want you to look for where it says other ingredients. And this is for anything you're purchasing, any supplement, anything that has a package, you always want to look at other ingredients because that's where they slip in the shit that we don't want in there. So the things that we want to avoid in any supplementation, any food, but specifically right now we're talking about a prenatal, is food dye or food coloring. Like if it will say yellow beeswax or red one, two, three, like whatever the numbers are, I can't remember it right now because I never buy anything with it, but you'll see like when it has coloring, food coloring in it or food dye, you want to avoid that. It is so detrimental to our brain health, to our hormone health, to the baby, which is why it's literally mind-blowing to me that I, so many of my clients have shown me their prenatals that their doctor has recommended and has had food dye in it. Like, absolutely appalling. Whole nother topic. So food dye, food coloring, we definitely don't want in there. You want to also avoid hydrogenated fats, which are like vegetable oils. So soybean oil, you definitely don't want that in there. That's the most common one that you'll see in supplements or in prenatals is soybean oil. We definitely do not want that in there. Again, you want to avoid any that has folic acid. You want to look for folate, not for folic acid. You also want to avoid any prenatal that has retinol palmitate of 10,000 IUs or more because retinol palmitate, which is a a type of vitamin A, has been linked to causing malformation of an embryo. So we just want to make sure that the vitamin A is coming from beta carotene. And if there is retinol palmitate in it, it just does not exceed 10,000 IUs. It's just less than that, and then you're good to go. You also want to avoid having a prenatal that has iodine without selenium. Remember, we talked about it's really important to have them together. If there's a prenatal with one without the other, do not get that one. And so what I did to make this like a little more visual for you is I went on a website and I just like typed in prenatal to see what comes up and Nature Made came up and I'm going to call the brand out because you list your ingredients there. It's public knowledge that you have to sleep at night. You know, I'm not the one that's freaking putting this shit out there, but Nature Made, which is a really common brand that people will get at CVS or Walgreens or whatever, and it might look like it has some good things in it, here are what was in the other ingredients. And this is one that I do not recommend, so I wanted to give you an example of it. First ingredient is gelatin, glycerin, soy lecithin, soybean oil, like we just talked about, water, dibasic calcium phosphate, yellow beeswax, we do not want, resin, and then other things that were like fine, wasn't a big deal. But it's a really big deal that it has soybean oil, it has yellow beeswax, it has resin. Like we do not want that stuff in our prenatal. It's very important to make sure you are getting a professional grade supplement for all your supplements because you're spending money on it. You're investing in your health. Why not put that money towards something that's actually going to support you instead of something that looks like it might be supportive, but is actually wrapped in shit, right? Like that's literally what it is. So the brands that I do recommend, I'm going to give you a couple brands. And I will put a link in the show notes where you can go and, and look for these. So number one is Seeking Health Optimal Prenatal. Number two is Thorn Prenatal. And number three is Designs for Health. Now, I have been taking the Pure Encapsulations Prenatal for a while too, um, but I was looking between that and the Thorn, and I liked the Thorn amount of nutrients, like the, the ranges of nutrients in the Thorn better. So I am switching to that one, but I am going to have to supplement with choline because Thorn doesn't have choline in it. So and Anyway, what you're going to find when you look at these prenatals, the Designs for Health, the Thorn, the Seeking Health Optimal Prenatal, even the Pure Encapsulations, is that 
it's going to have some holes, right? They're not all perfect. They are amazing brands, super high quality. They won't have any of that shit in the other ingredients. But as far as nutrient ranges, you're going to see that there are going to be some holes, which is what I work with my clients on is looking at them and saying, okay, this is lacking this. So let's supplement with this as well. So just so you know that they're not all perfect, but those are amazing. And you could use the information in today's podcast episode to then supplement accordingly with other supplements that you will need um, to have a safe and healthy pregnancy, right? Or to increase your chances of conceiving and having a safe and healthy pregnancy. Now, if you want to dive deeper into like supplements and not just the prenatal and all the other supplements I recommend for boosting your fertility or for, you know, even just overall cyclical health, getting a virtual, all those things, I do have a supplement training that I'll link that below too, if that's something you want to dive deeper into. So all these resources will be in the show notes. But what I really wanted to bring to you today is the awareness of what to actually look for in a prenatal and when to start taking it. Again, at least three months before, if you are planning accordingly, and that could be possible for you. Ideally, six to 12 months, we want to start making nutritional changes. We want to start supplementing with the prenatal. We want to prepare our body as best as possible. So I hope this was helpful for you. If you are trying to conceive, if you are on this journey, please reach out to me. I'm obsessed with you when you message me on Instagram and you tell me that you're listening. And I've gotten people from this community to people recently sending me a positive pregnancy test. They weren't even clients who have used this podcast to support them. And like my goal is that this podcast is life-changing for you, whether we work together or not. Obviously, working together is a next step up. You want that high-level mentorship you want that one-on-one support, you want to take it to the next level, like, yes, 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 I'm here for it. But my goal is to also have this information be so valuable that you are seeing changes. So I am just, oh, I love it so freaking much please reach out to me. I love hearing from you. Let me know what you thought about this episode. I hope this is helpful for you. I know it was because I know that this is something that I am always thinking about, especially in this you know season of life that I'm in right now. So I wanted to share it with you. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day or night whenever you are listening to this and I will chat with you next time. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.